I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, May 31st. Here are today's headlines. The House of Representatives will vote on the debt ceiling bill this evening after weeks of extensive negotiations between Republicans and Democrats. President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy reached an agreement on Saturday. The 99-page bill, called the Fiscal Responsibility Act of 2023, aims to rescind roughly $30 billion of unspent COVID-19 relief funds, completely fund veterans' medical care as proposed in the president's budget for fiscal year 2024, and end the student loan repayment pause in late August, according to the Associated Press. In a 7-6 vote on Tuesday, the House Rules Committee advanced the legislation to a full House vote. McCarthy said while arriving at the Capitol on Wednesday that everybody has a right to their own opinion, but on history, I'd want to be here with this bill today. Meanwhile, the Associated Press reports that the president sent top White House officials to the Capitol to short votes. Heritage Action, the grassroots arm of the Heritage Foundation, opposes the bill, writing, This deal does not meet the moment, and it does not address the root problems that have led to nearly $32 trillion in national debt. As members of Congress continue to fight to rein in Washington's spending addiction and prevent the country's fiscal ruin, We remain committed to finding solutions to once and for all bend the spending curve down. If the bill passes tonight, it will head to the Senate, where it will need 60 votes to pass. Utah Republican Representative Chris Stewart has announced he is resigning from Congress due to his wife's health concerns. In a statement posted to Twitter, Stewart wrote, It has been one of the greatest honors of my life to serve the good people of Utah in Congress. My wife and I have made so many dear friends and memories throughout our journey. I can say with pride that I have been an effective leader for my beloved home state, and I'm honored to have played an important role in guiding our nation through some troubling times. Stewart added, but my wife's health concerns have made it necessary that I retire from Congress after an orderly transition can be ensured. Stewart was first elected to Congress in 2012. He's a member of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence and the Appropriations Committee. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy tweeted earlier this afternoon saying, For more than a decade, Utah's 2nd District has had a selfless public servant in Representative Chris Stewart. I wish him and his wife Evie health and blessings as they prepare for the next chapter of their lives. Utah Republican Governor Spencer Cox has seven days from Stewart's resignation to schedule a primary and special election, according to Fox News. Our colleague Mary Margaret Olihan is reporting that an athletic organization beloved by legendary Los Angeles Dodgers broadcaster Vin Scully is condemning the Dodgers' decision to promote an anti-Catholic group posing as transgender and queer nuns. Catholic Athletes for Christ launched in 2006 to serve athletes in the practice of their faith and to help share the gospel of Jesus Christ through sports. The group organizes Sunday Masses at Major League Baseball stadiums around the United States, which the late broadcaster Scully reportedly loved attending. Scully and his wife Sandy would also join Billy DeLore, then the Dodgers' traveling secretary, in worshiping at the chapel in the bowels of Dodger Stadium 
where Scully occasionally lectured mass, according to Angelus. As the Los Angeles-based Catholic publication shared, when Delury died at 81 in 2015, Vin draped Delury's blue Dodgers jacket over an empty chair next to him. Scully's family has asked that donations be made in his name to Catholic athletes for Christ following his death, according to Angelus. Now, the Dodgers have invited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to attend the team's Pride Night. The performers describe their group as a leading-edge order of queer and trans nuns. And though the group claims that it is not anti-Catholic, the tagline on its website states, Go forth and sin some more, apparently mocking Jesus Christ's words to a woman caught in adultery. In a message to the Daily Signal, Catholic Athletes for Christ said the group is working to persuade those with influence to reconsider their current decision regarding Pride Night. We will include a link to Mary Margaret's full article in today's show notes. NBC News is reporting that there have been more drone attacks against Russia. Some of the attacks have reportedly hit two oil refineries about 50 miles away from Russia's Black Sea oil export terminals. The second round of strikes comes after previous strikes yesterday that hit residential areas of Moscow. These are the first of their kind since Russia invaded Ukraine in February of 2022. Russian President Vladimir Putin said on Tuesday that this is clearly a sign of terrorist activity and blamed Ukraine for the attacks. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said at a briefing Tuesday that we do not support the use of U.S.-made equipment being used for attacks inside of Russia. We've been very clear about that and will continue to do that. And we have been clear not just publicly, but privately clear with the Ukrainians. Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul has defended New York City Mayor Eric Adams over a program to bus illegal immigrants elsewhere in the state. During a press conference about the Environmental Bond Act, the New York governor also fielded questions about the roughly 70,000 asylum seekers that have arrived in New York City, according to Fox News. Hochul said, We have been encouraging them to give as much notice as possible to county executives. Given the scale of people affected, it's not always going to be perfect. Over 48,000 migrants are currently being housed in the Big Apple, Fox News also reports. On May 5th, just days before the public health measure Title 42 was lifted, Adams announced a program that would provide a temporary shelter option. According to the mayor's office, the program would provide up to four months of temporary sheltering in nearby New York counties outside of New York City to single adult men seeking asylum who are already in the city's care. Adams said at the time, this new voluntary program will provide asylum seekers with temporary housing, access to services, and connections to local communities as they build a stable life in New York State. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had the chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this same podcast feed, where we bring you interviews with lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. Tyler O'Neill will be sitting down with Emily Carpenter and ADF lawyer Kelly Fedorik to discuss New York's law preventing her from voicing her religious beliefs on marriage because she photographs weddings and cannot endorse same-sex marriage. Also, make sure to take just a moment to subscribe to the Daily Signal podcast wherever you like to listen. We so appreciate those who have taken the time to leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Keep them coming. 
Thanks again for listening. We hope you all have a great evening and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.